Hello and welcome back to the Marathon Agent Podcast. I'm your host, Antonio McNeil. Let's get started. And for today's episode, we are titled Never Say Never. I will never say never to home ownership. A lot of people who have never purchased a home have this misconception that you have to have 20% down of the down payment to buy the home. Well, I'll tell you this, if you're buying a home condo for $350,000 and that down payment $70,000, do you have that much money to put down? No, most likely not. And let's be real, most of us don't have that type of money. So this misconception of having to have 20% down, even 10% of the purchase price is a little ludicrous. And I think that we have to go over the benefits of a 1% program where you're only required to put 1% of the down payment. And of course, some other little fees, but it's still way better than 10% or 20% down payment. Now, let's go over this new program that just hit the market about a few weeks ago for real estate buyers called the OnePlus program. The OnePlus program is a new program that has been released a few weeks ago and it's nationwide where you as a buyer are required to only put 1% of your down payment portion towards the closing of your new property and the bank will provide you a 2% forgivable grant yes forgivable you don't pay this back and we'll go over that later in the video now you might be saying that this is way too good the strings are way too attached what's going on so we're going to talk about the benefits the small disadvantages of this program and i promise you they're very small especially if you are just starting out trying to buy a property a home especially a condo so going back to the one plus program in the basics you put down one percent so if you're buying a property for three hundred fifty thousand dollars you would put one percent of that price down for your down payment which would be thirty five hundred dollars then you will have the bank or your lender who works with the bank that will provide you that 2% forgivable grant, which will be an additional 7,000 if you're buying a house for $350,000. You combine that 7,000 number to your 3,500 that you put down, the 1% to their 2%, you get a total of 3% down of $350,000, which is about $10,500 right for your down payment. But you only put $3,500 of that $10,500 portion. Super exciting. We're not done. The benefit of this program is that you do not have a premium mortgage insurance. You have no PMI. That's another big benefit. And the reason why is if you don't know this, PMI is your premium mortgage insurance that is tackled onto your monthly payment. And if you don't typically have 20% down for your property, you're going to be paying what's called a PMI. 3%, 5%, 10% conventional FHA loan, you're going to have a PMI. For example, with my first condo, I did use a standard 5% conventional down payment option where I had a PMI. Now, my additional insurance on that PMI is $88. But for people who are buying homes that are over $400,000, $500,000, your PMI will most likely be anywhere from $100 to maybe $300 additional on your monthly payment. Damn. But again, with this program, with the OnePlus program, you do not have the PMI. Even though you are only having 1% coming from you on a down payment and the other 2% coming from the bank, even though it's only 3% total, you still do not have a PMI with this program. Ah, this gets better, I'm telling you. Your estimated PMI for a $350,000 home with 10% down right now is averaging about $155. If you are using this program 
where you have no PMI, that $155 additional will wipe off on your monthly payment. So instead of paying something like $26, $2,700, you'll be paying closer to $24, $2,500 because this OnePlus program has no PMI. Now, we all want to save a couple hundred dollars, especially when we're buying a property. So I definitely think you get the benefit of no PMI with this program. Now, another benefit with the OnePlus program is that this is not just for first-time home buyers. Yes, you can be a first-time home buyer, of course, but you can also be a repeat buyer. So if you've purchased properties in the past, you've bought, you've sold for whatever reason, you do have an option to use this OnePlus program to your benefit. Most cases for 1% down, you know, 2 3% down, it's typically for first-time buyers. But let's be real. Going back to my original point, how many of us have 5 10 15% down to put for a property? So this type of program, while it seems like it's only for first-time buyers, you'll be pleasantly surprised that you can qualify for this program if you've been a homeowner in the past. So that way you don't have to worry about using all of your hard-earned savings over the years going solely to a down payment. It's not just for first-time home buyers. It's for any type of buyer who can qualify under the requirements with this program. And of course, another benefit, like I mentioned earlier in the video, is you do not have to pay the money back. That 2% forgivable grant, you do not. It's all good, I promise. Okay, there's a small catch though. The only catch is that you have to live in the property or own the property for at least a year or more, ideally two plus years. Um, but as long as you do not sell the property within the first year of owning it, you do not have to pay that 2% forgivable grant back, which is why it's forgivable because after that year, you good, you all right. Of course, if you are an investor who's looking to flip and you know buy something real quick, sell it in a couple of months, this is not the program for you. But we will go over investment loan programs in other videos. But this is of course for my, my friends who are looking to buy something for themselves, their family to live in for quite some time. And if that's the case for you, you're on the right track with this OnePlus program, especially if you meet the requirements. A lot of other programs they require you to pay that money back so any money that's given to you from the bank the lender whether it's one percent zero point zero zero five percent you got to pay that money back when you sell the property even if it's after two years three years four years of owning the house which is crazy which is why a lot of buyers do not go for these one percent down with down payment assistance programs because even though they can qualify for it these buyers are savvy and you're savvy as well where you don't want to get a program just so you have to put no money down but you have to give all that money back that was given to you in assistance when you sell the property what's the benefit of being a homeowner if you have to give all your profit away when you sell and that's why the OnePlus program is super ideal because if you do have money that you want to make from the sale of this property if you buy it and hold it for a couple of years you do not have to worry about paying back that 2% grant when you're ready to sell in a couple of years equity everything that builds up in that property over time will come back to you once you're ready to sell which is of huge benefit of being a homeowner I'm pretty sure it's one of the benefits, right? Now, how do you qualify for the OnePlus program? Ding, ding, ding. Let's go over that really quick. Of course, with your standard paperwork, your taxes of two years, your bank statements, all that stuff that you give to your lender, you do have to have a minimum FICO score of 620 or higher. Ideally, if you have like 680, 690, 700, you're going to have a higher chance to qualify. But all you need is 620. And if you need some help on how to increase your credit score and have some ways to do that free of charge, reach out to me directly. Directly. My email will be below so we can go over your credit score.
score and how we can help you increase that. It also has to be your primary residence. So you have to have intentions of buying this property to occupy it. If you're in a situation where you're trying to buy an investment just to rent it out, this may not be the program for you. But if you do have intentions to live in the home once you buy it, then yes, this would be perfect because this loan is for primary residence use only. Of course, things may change in the future where after a year of buying the home, you want to rent it out. Who gonna stop you? I ain't gonna stop you, boo, and I'm not gonna check you. But of course, this is used for primary residences. If things change in the future though, where you have to move out of state or you have to move back to mom and dad's for health reasons with them, you are allowed to rent out your property at that point. You follow me? And another requirement that most people don't know about is that you have to be 80% or less than the median income in your city or state that you're looking to use this OnePlus program for. Now, this is where it can get a little tricky because if you are in an area where, you know, the income is a little lower and you may not fit that requirement because you're 80% or higher, then this program may not qualify for you. But let's just say that you are under the 80% in your area. This would be a great program to get. If you want to look up if you are 80% or less in the median income for your area, I do have the website link below in the description. And that way you can get a better idea if you qualify for this program. Now let's go to Southern California, for example, which is where a majority of my real estate business is at. Um, in San Diego, where I'm from, if you type in San Diego, you're going to see the number for the median income is right around 93000 for 80% or less. So that's the number you have to look at. The 80% or less median income. So San Diego is right over $93,000. Palm Springs is right around $75,000 at 80%. So every area is different. Even if you're just in California, it doesn't apply for all cities. It's not the same. Every area is different. Now let's talk about the downsides. Boo hoo. There's always going to be a downside to a loan program that you are looking to get into. Even if it's the best of the best, there's always a downside, right? You can only put 3% down as a borrower. So the bank is still going to give you 2%. You're only required to put 1%. Let's say you wanted to put a little bit more down. That's fine. The only reason why you would want to do that is because you can lower your monthly payment, which makes sense, right? So let's say you have like 4% to put down so you can lower your payment a couple hundred dollars. Great, but hold on. You are capped to 3% with most lenders using this OnePlus program. So you could put up to 3% and then the mortgage company will provide that 2% forgivable grant and you can only go up to 5% at that point. So that's just a little bit of a downside, but again, it's not really a downside because who wants to spend more money out of pocket? But of course, if you're a numbers person and you're looking at your monthly payment and you're trying to find a way to lower it even more, you can with this program, but you are capped at 3%. So if you think you can try to lower your payment more um, by going higher than 3% on yourself for the down payment, you can't do it with this program. But that's a small downside. Your max loan amount for this OnePlus program can go up to 350,000, I know. That's kind of crazy, especially if you're looking in an area like Southern California where most of the houses exceed over $400,000, $500,000 now it seems. If you're looking for a condo, and especially like a one bedroom, two bedroom in Southern California, 
this would be a great loan to still try to qualify for. I can look up a couple of areas in San Diego that I know where you could still get a condo 350,000 or less. It's only about 10 options right now. <laughs> but for example, if you go to Palm Springs, there are plenty of condos, townhomes, one bedroom, two bedrooms that are under $350,000. So depending on the area that you are in, this could be an amazing opportunity for you. And if you are open to condos and townhomes, this program will easily help you get into the condo that you want, especially for Southern California or all of California, I should say. You still have to pay your closing costs. So your down payment portion is covered from your 1% that you're putting down, the 2% forgivable grant, but you have your closing costs, which is always separate from your down payment. The closing costs, in case you don't know, is going to be your lender, title, escrow fee, and your prepaid property taxes for the year. That all gets accumulated into closing costs, and it's typically around 3% of the purchase price of the home that you're buying. So if you're buying a $350,000 property, you're estimated to pay about ten dollars to $11,000 in closing costs alone. Yikes. But that is totally okay, and I promise you, because there are ways to negotiate lowering your closing costs during the negotiations of the home that you're trying to buy. And we're going to talk about that now. So let's say that you got pre-approved with this program and everything is high and mighty for you. Yay, now I just need help with my closing costs. Damn, how do I start? Is to ask the seller for a credit back towards your closing costs. Love it. This allows the seller to provide you a closing cost credit back during the negotiations. So for example, if you're buying a property for $350,000, your closing costs are estimated to be $11,000, let's just say. If you ask for $5,000 in closing cost credit from the seller to cover your closing costs, that $11,000 number goes down to $6,000 that you would have to pay if the seller is providing the five grand. You follow me? I know you do. Most lenders who are giving you this loan will allow the seller to give you up to 3% of the purchase price back towards your closing cost credit. So if you have a good enough buyer's agent who can negotiate all of your closing costs for you, pat them on the back, give them a party, hug them, refer them to more people. Because in a situation like that, your agent is negotiating the best deal for you. Now, if your agent can also provide you half of that money back from the seller, where they're covering your closing costs by half, or they're even giving you 3,000 towards your closing costs, that's a really good negotiation strategy. And it helps you save the out-of-pocket money that you can now use towards furniture, appliances, because you know these remodels, they don't come with refrigerators sometimes. If you can find a way to have the closing costs reduced during negotiations, the best way to do it is asking the seller to cover some of those costs for you. And let's say you have like three or four homes to choose from. I highly recommend as a buyer, you locate the properties that have the longest market days if they don't have a lot of issues with them, it's mainly cosmetic and you're not getting into a nightmare of a fixer, go for the properties that are not as desired because there is a higher chance that that seller is more motivated to negotiate and also negotiate a better deal for you as a buyer so they can sell their property and be done with it. And in that process, you can ask for some of your closing costs or all of your closing costs back where all you have to put is 1% down payment and you possibly pay no closing costs just by the seller covering it for you. That's really, really cool.
Now, another way that you can lower your closing costs during negotiations is by having your lender provide you a lender credit, which is very similar to a seller credit where they give you money back towards your closing costs. The biggest difference with a lender credit and a seller credit is when you are asking the seller of a property you want to buy to cover some of your closing costs, you do not have to pay a higher interest rate by doing that. But when you're doing a lender credit, that's where it gets a little tricky. It's still a good opportunity where you can get money back to cover your closing costs, but let's say the lender that you are working with can provide that lender credit to you. That just means you have to exchange getting a higher interest rate. And that's the way that the lender can provide a credit to you by going higher on your interest rate to kind of offset the money that they're giving you towards your closing costs. I know that kind of sucks and it's not the most ideal way, but if you are buying a property where you're already a couple hundred dollars under your monthly budget and you have some room to pay a little bit higher of an interest rate, if the lender gives you a credit, then it's a really good scenario, especially if you're in a situation where you still have some room to pay more on your monthly mortgage and you don't have a lot of money for your down payment or out-of-pocket costs, this lender credit can be very beneficial to you. Asking for gift funds. Now, this isn't the most ideal way because a lot of us don't have family or friends that can just, you know, drop a couple grand on us for a closing cost credit. <laughs> I know. But in certain situations, I have clients who are just starting, they have good jobs, their parents know that they're good for the money, but they're just kind of struggling a little bit. So kind of like asking a seller for credit back or asking a lender for credit back, ask somebody in your family that trusts you with money like that, whether it's a thousand, five, thirty five hundred dollars and they know that you're going to pay them back or they don't make you pay the money back, damn, that's even better. But of course, if you want to pay back your family, friends, rightfully so, you can do that on the terms that they give you. And they're probably gonna be way better terms if you do ask for the money from your family. But that would be another way to lower your closing costs just in case you are really struggling with getting a seller credit or a lender credit. It never hurts to ask for a couple grand from the people that love you the most if they have that money. To wrap up today's podcast and today's episode, I want to make it clear. My advice to all buyers who are looking to buy their first home or ready to take the next step, never give up on your dream of home ownership. There is always a loan option out there for any type of buyer who really wants to get their foot in the door and become a homeowner. Of course, not every loan option is great out there, especially the ones that are under 20%. They have a lot of stipulations with them, especially if you're going under 5% for the down payment. So you just want to do your due diligence like you did today, listening to this podcast, watching the video, and going over the information that these loan programs provide to you. And if there is a great 1% down payment option for you, don't let anybody make you feel bad or guilty for taking that option if they had to do a 10% or 20%. Back in my day, I had it. It doesn't matter. If there is an option for you, do not feel bad or ashamed that you're taking something that maybe somebody else wasn't given the opportunity to take. For me, my first condo, I did put 5% down. The property did cost me $310,000. So you get the drill. I had to pay at least about $40,000 with my closing costs out of pocket. I'm not hating on you though, if you can get this new program where you are literally paying less than half of that, probably like maybe a fraction of that 30 plus thousand dollar amount. Just make sure that you know that 
this is your decision to make and nobody else's. As long as you do the due diligence and know what you're getting yourself into, like we always should do, you will be able to become a homeowner. This is not a dream. You can make it a reality as long as you put your mind to it and just trust yourself in the process. If you're responsible enough to pay your $3,000 rent every month, if you're responsible to pay your lease on your car, your BMW, vroom vroom, every month, you are responsible enough to make this decision a very good decision to buy a property using just 1% down. If you have the opportunity, take it and go for it. And that does it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for watching. And until next week, like my coach B always says, go be amazing. Have an amazing day.